0: Wholehearted living for me is all about embracing my fears, my insecurities, all of my imperfections and my vulnerabilities and still taking baby steps every day to show up to become the most kind, generous, compassionate, grateful and the most authentic and the most courageous version of me. I want to wake up every morning and tell myself that I am going to be a better version of me than yesterday and at the end of the day I want to go to bed embracing the fact that I am enough and I did enough today. Hey, you lovely listener, Kiara, and welcome to the Wholehearted Living Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Kami Pandari, and I'm so grateful that you've decided to join us today. I promise you that through each and every episode of this podcast, I'm going to walk you along with me towards becoming the most wholehearted version of ourselves.
1: Kia ora everyone and welcome back to the Wholehearted Living Podcast. My name is Eli and today I have my co-host Kami with me. Hey guys. And today we're going to be sharing a conversation about digital minimalism. So we'll explain a little bit about what digital minimalism is and the reasons why we choose to practice this and why we strongly encourage others to do so as well. So before we begin, I just want to take a moment to define what's digital minimalism is. So for those that are unaware, digital minimalism is just a subset of the traditional minimalistic philosophy. So just like how a traditional minimalist will strive to reduce the amount of clutter in their everyday lives, a digital minimalist is the exact same, except they're completely focused on the role of technology in our everyday lives. Um, It's a really great movement because it really questions you know how pervasive technology is and really sort of questions the reliance we have on it um, on a day-to-day basis
0: so this is a really interesting time for us to talk about digital minimalism cuz I've just finished listening to a book that is called digital minimalism and it's by author Cal Newport
1: I've heard of him I think yeah. he's the self-confessed leader in this movement he
0: is yeah. he is and um he doesn't have He's, he's never owned a social media account. Like, mm. that is what is kind of, like, very stunning, you know. Mm. Um, like, in, this, in today's world, you know, where social media is like, like, you are not alive if you're not on so- social yeah. media. It's
1: pervasive in all our yeah. all parts of our lives.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's brownie <brandy> going nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, just, I've, now, I've now listened, I think today, like, I've, I've listened to that book once cover to cover, and I'm listening to it again because the content is so powerful and it makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Like every word that he says, kind of like, I think in today's podcast, that is pretty much what I'm trying to echo. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. why don't you share some of these? Yeah, one of, one of the very re- remarkable things that he talks about um, in his book is the importance of solitude and how being being online present 24 hours doesn't really give you any time to be by yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean that's a really mm. good point and it's mm. something that I wanted to carry on further along. We yeah. discussed even before we began yeah. that the so the increase in anxiety and depression among yes. sort of many people yeah. can be directly linked to the use of social, social media, media and being constantly plugged in. Yeah. But, you know, to to carry on with that point, it's yeah. because people aren't being able to live comfortably without being distracted by a device, without just internalizing and being introspective and reflecting on whatever issues that they have.
0: Yeah, and that is pretty much what the author says. Like, if you're trying to do any meaningful work, or you're passionate about your life goals in your life, you have to remove these distractions, and you have to embrace the solitude like you need to be by yourself to be able to do your greatest work mm. and by being yourself he's not saying that don't be with your family like be with your family but do not be present with your family and a phone in your hand yeah so um, you one of the other things there was quite um, like one he he is a computer scientist, ah, so know being, that about yeah, him. yeah. So being in computers myself, yeah. I could totally relate. So Kel is not someone just some just some random guy, you know, like who knows nothing about digital minimalism. So is just talking about an audio side. He is actually a computer scientist. He yeah. deals with computers all the time, so he fully understands what he's talking about. So that was kind of like very like that resonated with me so much. Uh, what he says is like his his basic message is that use technology intentionally Mm. live an intentional life and make technology serve you instead of being addicted to the likes of Netflix or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook so yeah um, yeah that's that's pretty
1: cool I think that's pretty much going to be the crux of this whole um, podcast just being intentional with The devices with the apps with the programs that you invite into your life, and not um, living with digital clutter. I mean, when you think about the minimalist philosophy, they talk about how um, living with less clutter will provide you with less stress in your life, and the same goes with
0: digital. Digital Yeah,
1: digital minimalism and digital clutter.
0: Yeah. There is another um, article that he refers to in his book. Can't remember. It's like an author. I think it's an author it's a New York based author and he, the article is called I Used to Be a Human Being. Yeah. So, and I haven't read the article but it's referenced reference to in every digital minimalism book or podcast that I've heard too, they all talk about um, I, I Used to Be a Human Being and I think mm-hmm. the crux of that thing is that I used to be a human being before 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 I became a slave to technology. Well, this actually provides a good segue.
1: Let's talk about um, a little bit about how, as a society, we're using technology, and I mean how pervasive it is these days. I mean, it really, really is.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it like it being being present online twenty four by seven. I think it just percolates into our subconscious, and we don't realize it. for me like from from for me I think I listen to podcast all the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and even though I told myself that listening to podcast is a really meaningful way I am meaning to my life mm-hmm. but the problem is, then I was listening to every podcast that was out there. Like at any given point of time, I was listening to like ten podcasts, and yeah. that's way too much for my brain. I don't need that much, so I'm just I've just applied the decluttering principles to my podcast as well. So at any given point of time now, I'm only subscribed to four podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's just kind of like one why how kind of like it crept into my life, and then um, I wasn't conscious of where I was heading towards, and then once I became. I had to declutter it. Yeah. The same thing is with nails. Um, like everyone, I mean, it's it's a good thing. Of course, you should keep up with what's happening with the world. But I find that it instills a lot of negativity into me. Yeah. Like I just become paranoid at yeah. the moment. Like every time I switch on nails, I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah
1: I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah. I think when you have a device, it's yeah. easy to be sort of clicked into the new cycle 24-7. And yeah. it's it's really not necessary. So for... Yeah, a few years. I've made it a point not to review any news sites. Like I might yep. not get the breaking news as it happens. Yeah, but I'm happy with just reading it the 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 night of or you listening know?
0: listening from someone else, right? Or In listening from someone else. I mean,
1: the benefit of doing that mm. and not being, you know, completely um, tuned into the twenty four seven news cycle mm. is that you're not your the opinions that are being. Yep sort of feedback to you yeah, exactly. are probably going to be more resolved if it's taken yeah. at least, you know, a couple of hours. Yeah, You know, so you don't necessarily want to listen to the exactly. news because In- the information yeah. might be incorrect or might oh, not be fully complete.
0: Absolutely. I think, like, when anything major happens like the actual information comes out like two to three days after before that, it's just like he he said she said yeah. you know it's just like some news reporter or someone's opinion like the actual mm. news is hardly two minutes right yeah <laughs> like everything else is just like the build-up or like the fall off just a little bit of noise yeah mm. it's just like yeah i mean news reporters are doing their job but yeah. it's not adding any meaning in my life and i actually realized this like for me it I realized it probably five to six years ago mm-hmm. so like I stopped like I don't watch I don't listen to radio I don't watch any news channels I don't read any newspapers mm. um, and I think that has helped me a lot in terms of my mental health, yeah, yeah, like it was starting to impact my mental health. And I grew up in India, and there is a lot of crime in India, so that mm. was one of the reasons why I wanted to stay away. Because like all that crime news, you know, you hear all the time in your yeah. head that it's not really good for your mental health.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I suppose it goes back to a couple of podcasts ago. You're talking yeah. about care units, yeah, and yeah, it's a huge. Um, I mean, these inputs, yeah. especially, you know, yeah, just. So many inputs during the day. Yeah.
0: It's just important to plug out. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think about chat apps? You know, chat like, apps. Like WhatsApp, Viber, um, oh. Google Hangout. You know, how they're like, they're like thousands now. Yeah. Um, how many chat apps do you use? I only have, I suppose,
1: with the exclusion of just your yeah. normal text messaging service. Yeah. I just have one and yeah. it's WhatsApp is solely yeah. used for yeah. my family yeah. otherwise I suppose I don't really have a strong opinion on yeah. um, chat apps only because I don't utilize a lot of them myself yeah. I don't know you probably have more I do thoughts um I
0: before I mean you are the, you you actually have made me realize how important the text messaging is because yeah. you were my only friend that <laughs> I communicate using text. Ah, oh, see, well, <laughs> it's
1: intentional. in My friend group. I know. Um, I
0: yeah. will only
1: really. Yeah. I mean, you can only really contact me through yeah. text messaging through text and calling. Messaging. Yeah. Or yeah. well, emails, I suppose, but yeah. your friends wouldn't.
0: Up to before I met you, I just used to use chat apps like everyone else. And the the reason behind it is because like you pay for the text messaging, which is literally nothing, you know. Like yeah. like it's all part of your plan. The plan exactly, but. The reasoning was that the chat apps just use your Wi-Fi, so it's kind of free. They just use internet. Uh, okay. okay. Um, but the problem is, then I am on WhatsApp, I am on Weibo, mm. I am on Google Hangouts, probably on Slack. I'm so. on Slack. I'm on some two other Facebook chat, Messenger. chat. Yeah, Facebook Messenger, and probably for work, I'm on like two different stuff mm. and then LinkedIn has their own messaging yeah. so like work I've got these 3 to 4 chat apps and then in my personal life I've got like these 5 to 6 chat apps and my when I check my phone I had like 5 apps that were just for like communicating with other people mm. was it necessary to no, have those in just, your life No, um, it just it just kind of creeped in Yeah, like every app now has a chat chat function. facility or function mm. and you don't realise like how it creeps into that's true into instagram
1: even has one like, yeah, yeah yeah i yeah. know
0: right like and and the biggest thing is that you receive notifications from all of these things like any messaging um service that you subscribe to they will like by default like your notifications are yeah. on so i think i didn't realize it until i was receiving so many notifications that it was driving me crazy and i was like where are these notifications coming from? WhatsApp, Viber, Google Hangouts. Ah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's when I deleted everything. But you're
1: probably more um, typical of the everyday person
0: that they're tuned
1: into so many different types of chat, chat programs, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, that's why I said like, um, and most of my friends are, Mm. (laughs) most of my family is, you're the only person who's actually made me realize that text messaging service still exists. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's, it's not, Kind of like not that penetrating into yeah. your life. I mean, you know? the
1: thing is, it's like yeah. text me So it just makes sense because you don't have to download an app. Everyone has a phone. or exactly. well, most people have a phone. If you have a phone, you can you, you can communicate with people. Yeah, yeah. No. You don't need a specific. That function
0: absolutely, and I actually have started using text messaging service way more now. Like, (laughs) I actually use text messaging to send messages to my other friends and family Um, who lives in New Zealand. I'm like, hey, okay, yeah. And I think the conversations stop, like, the conversations are like to the point, yeah, and they stop real fast. Whereas on chat apps, just like going back and forth, sharing photos, just like whatnot, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that is another big part of um. How yeah. it's crept into our daily lives. Yeah. So you've got your news news cycles. You've got yeah. your your various chat apps. So yeah.
0: How else? YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> People <laughs> spend countless hours just watching YouTube. I have spent like several probably 100,000 hours of my life (laughs) just watching YouTube, watching everything on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. YouTube is phenomenal. It's life-changing. But honestly, you don't need to consume everything that is on YouTube. You really need to curate. You really need to go on YouTube what you want to watch and then ignore the recommended videos, you know. Do not go down that Rabbit hole. rabbit hole yeah because yeah. <laughs> next time, next next you know you've binged an entire pack of popcorn just watching youtube videos yeah or you've eaten an entire pizza you know just watching youtube well that's a really part addictive. of you know
1: passive consumption yeah. when it comes to our digital yeah. media options yeah um and not being intentional yeah. which is why you know having this conversation yeah. is good it's, it's just a reflection of the ways that you are passively using yeah. media and whether or not it is serving a purpose. Yeah, um,
0: exactly. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Um, I've also got Netflix <laughs> because Netflix is kind of like, I mean, I have a serious rant with Netflix and mm. I mean, it's not a rant with Netflix, but it's just like the usage of Netflix and how fast it can become an addiction. You ended up deleting your app a couple of months yeah, ago, Yeah, so I've, right? I've deleted my Netflix account yeah. um, only because it was not until I realized that I've gained... Five kgs just in um, month of like in a time of three months. Yeah. Just because I just like I pig out in front of Netflix, Mm. and I was using the combination of Netflix and food as a numbing mechanism to my daily stress. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it's it's very sad that it took me extra five kgs to realize that. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna delete Netflix. And Netflix is a bit more because everything is on Netflix now. Yeah. 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 So I I I've got light box, so now I watch light box but I only allow myself light box on Fridays and over the weekend. just ah. so like my chill down time. Do you restrict the time yeah, that so you can use it. Yeah. Yeah. But then every now and then I do find myself numbing again with the combination of food. Like if I had a seriously stressful day or if I've if I've got into a major yeah. argument with Family member, and I just want to forget about it. I just like instead of dealing with it, I just find myself sitting on the couch, stuffing my face with food and watching Netflix.
1: And that's the bad thing about having
0: a you know digital
1: device and having all these options in the digital world is that you can just indulge, yeah, you know, oh, I mean, in these pastimes so
0: easily, and it becomes addictive, right? Like, that's the biggest problem, like, it becomes mindlessly mm. the, it's just mindless time, right, that you're spending. Yeah. And yeah, it, it it's it's not filling you up with anything. And isn't it crazy how quickly society has
1: changed in yes. that way. Like within this last six years, completely mm. transformed the way that we socialise, mm. the way that we communicate, the way that we digest information, yeah. the way that we use our free time. Yeah. You exactly. know, before that we were fine without
0: having to be clued in. Mm. Yeah. The other thing that I've noticed at work and not just like my current work always like I've been wherever I've, I've worked I've always noticed on LinkedIn <laughs> LinkedIn pretty much is like a tab opened on everyone's computer okay. and honestly my n- nobody needs to be on LinkedIn like all the eight hours during a day. but <laughs> I've seen all of my colleagues throughout uh. last ten years being active on LinkedIn and people think being active on LinkedIn like posting someone else's uh, Host is yeah. actually going to get you a job? No freaking way! That's not how it works. It's so interesting yeah. to hear that because, like, I yeah.
1: I do have a LinkedIn myself, yeah. but I'm certainly not like yeah. I'm logged out um, yeah. the majority of the time. Like one yeah. percent of the time, I'd be logged in, and that's if yeah. I need to update my profile yeah. for some reason. If yeah. someone communicates me through communicates through LinkedIn, mm. it just comes to my email inbox so exactly. it's like i'm i'm not engaged on that platform in that yeah. way so it's interesting to hear that so yeah. many people are yeah. and it seems like it's almost turned into a like another social network it has which is, it has
0: and it can it can be such a big time sucker like yeah. i actually realized it like a couple of months ago just like and linkedin has its own messaging service so you can yeah. talk to your ex-colleagues and um but why would you not. use linkedin um it's just because it's just there but, okay. I mean I mean, LinkedIn is usually accessible from all workplaces like mm. Facebook social media they will all be like logged out you can't do that but then you can get on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is like a work thing um, but it's not becoming more than a work thing and um, because it's allowed yeah it can be a massive time sucker and mm. I don't go on LinkedIn now I just like I just um put aside like 10 minutes every week to go on LinkedIn and that's when I'll reply back to all of my colleagues ex-colleagues who were trying to reach out to me or just like go through read some articles and post or if I'm posting something then I'll do that Yeah, yeah um yeah but I know people have LinkedIn open all day long and imagine the amount of content you're consuming on LinkedIn instead of actually focusing on something that you're being paid for you know like some like your actual job yeah 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 so I suppose it's a bit of a time waster oh it's a you. massive time waster yeah it's a massive time waster no one needs to be on LinkedIn eight hours a day you do not even need to be on LinkedIn one hour a day mm-hmm. um we probably don't don't need to go into any more details about Facebook and Instagram because yeah we we know there is an epidemic <laughs> like that's just that just creeps in into your life Um, yeah and probably the reason why so many millennials are actually so stressed, depressed, yeah. anxious, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, we can maybe discuss a little mm. bit about the types of impacts maybe yeah. um, social media has to lead to yeah. sort of increasing anxiety and depression, yeah. especially with sort of, I suppose, Generation Z, Generation yeah. Millennials. Millennials, yeah. Who sort of grew up
0: with that eye.
1: Yeah, with that as being part of yeah. a large part of their formative years anyway yeah.
0: i mean it kind of like you and i are both millennials but we didn't really grow up with it, right like we not from started, the onset no yeah probably like from high school yeah started yeah. kind of catching up yeah. but then imagine how fast we've become addicted to it so the, so the coming on generations who are actually born with it how much damage is it going of caused them a huge that's amount shocking. i would say i think yeah i
1: think it's verified as well that yeah, there been has verified. been an increase Yeah. you know in the levels of anxiety depression mm. narcissism as well yeah. um with with people and it's directly linked to their yeah. usage of social media but they've used social media in a, a in a way that's damaging damaging yeah, yeah to their
0: mental health yeah exactly i was reading a study where um the study talked about how um, Facebook and Instagram, like usage of Facebook and Instagram and posting photos and keeping up with comments and likes all the time on the photos that you've posted, is like has spurred an increase in the narcissistic tendency. Mm. Like, narcissistic tendency is at an all time high, especially when it comes to millennials. Yeah. Because we spend so much time s- just seeking approval from others, N- not even from family and friends, like from strangers. for pete psych
1: that's exactly yeah it. so a lot of our socializing i yeah. think when we would normally have mm. you know be, before the yeah. rise of social media would have had been um face-to-face contact yeah. through calls through ways that you feel maybe a deeper connection yeah. but with social media and um the ease of use of it mm. it's very easy to contact people and yeah. get that sort of social validation the th- the thing is yeah. so is it's not as enriching as if you were having a person-to-person contact
0: exactly and, and that's the yeah. issue
1: yeah. is that i think the the feedback that a lot of yeah. adolescents a lot of young yeah. adults or people using social media that they're getting at the moment mm. is not enriching it's mm. not emotionally fulfilling even though that's mm. the intent of being able to communicate through social media yeah
0: yeah. There is this mis- misconception that social, like being active on social media and having like becoming an influence on social media like you are looks like makes you a confident individual. It mm-hmm. like you are increasing your self esteem. But that is not really the case. It's, like yeah, it's actually you are decreasing your self-esteem because yeah. you're seeking approval from strangers, right? Like, you, and and if a stranger says that, "Hi, hey, no, this photo is not good," mm. that destroys your your die. So your resilience levels are now at an all-time low. Yeah. So I don't like I don't understand how that works. You know, like how people can just seek approval from others and imagine that that they're building confidence. So yeah, um, one of the other things that I also notice is that. I think I've just noticed with myself and my usage of online messaging and social media um, is that not being able to talk to someone Mm -hmm. face-to-face you don't learn much from just typing abbreviations on a chat Mm -hmm. app or on a social media website like people don't even type in full sentences right when you're chatting online everyone just uses like abbreviations so whereas if you want to talk like if you talk to someone face-to-face there are emotions involved you can read what they're trying to say yeah. and you frame your sentences you you learn so much you know you you learn the social aspect of being a grown-up and how to talk you know mm. how to get your point across I
1: suppose learning to actually function in the real world yeah, as exactly. opposed to the digital world <laughs>
0: exactly hi bro what's up that's it, like that's exactly what you do. I mean that's not how people talk in real world, right mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I kind of feel like it it doesn't work for your self-esteem just like being not able to talk to people, yeah. not being able to learn to talk to people
1: face to face that's so true. I mean the whole yeah. machine about social media yeah. is engineered about sort of exploiting people's vulnerabilities, yes. you know busy a lot like psychological psych- Psychologically, psychologically, mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a constant feedback loop about exactly. validation, communication. I mean, it's, it's a way to um, keep up with the Joneses,
0: yeah. you know, or, and to compare yeah. yourself yeah. in that way. Just like proving that I am good enough yeah. just because, you know, 1,000 people like my photo. Yeah. yeah. I, but, I, I will never get how someone can actually think That if they have 50,000 likes, they are pretty much Mm. at the top of the world. Like, I will never ever understand that because,
1: yeah, the mentality change you're forever. I suppose it's like a a business where their bottom line is their probably number one Mm. um, reason for continuing on just to increase that bottom line all the time. In social media, it's increasing the amount of likes, the amount of shares, the amount of engagements. It's just snowballs, and uh, you tend not to be satisfied with whatever number you have if you're you're constantly chasing that number and
0: you know what Uh, Like in Cal Newport's book Digital Minimalism like we said he's a computer scientist so he actually interviewed a lot of tech geniuses from Google and Facebook like people like the god the nerd gods (laughs) who actually created all of these things Mm -hmm. Um, and what he found out was that these things like the concept of like, the concept of commenting on comment or anyone being able to comment on someone else's comment or follow. This was all kind of like engineered to to kind of like approach to those sides of our personality. Mm-hmm. Like there is a whole lot of psychological psychological engineering research that goes into before these features are actually pushed out to the the public. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and they are engineered in that way, that they appeal to that side of our human brain, like seeking seeking approval from strangers, someone who lives like 50 countries across, and I will never, ever see his face.
1: And from a business perspective, it lines their bottom line. Yeah, exactly, lines their bottom line, because they're getting a wealth of resources about, you know, the things that you like, the things that your friends like, you know, and targeting you constantly with sort of messaging and advertising.
0: And we're people, we're not products, you know? Yeah, exactly. And um, a really, really good example that Kel um, phrased was that um, he... Some um the manager of the team that invented the like button um the like okay like button on facebook huh like that manager she left facebook mm-hmm. and um she runs her own small business now
1: yeah,
0: and she's hired she's hired an assistant mm-hmm. to deal with her online her her small business as social media yeah because she knows what Facebook did when they invented the like button Mm. and she stays the hell away from it I mean that's kind of like that's like that's for all of us that's like come on yeah yeah. if that doesn't get you what's gonna what's gonna put sense into you
1: I I can empathise with that sort of direction because that's one of the reasons why I've sort of moved myself away from digital Mm. marketing itself yeah and gone more into the the creation aspect yeah but um a large part was because when you're forever chasing, you know, a higher level of engagement, mm. it's stressful. And it's it like, is. why would you want to invite that stress in your life
0: if it's not part of your job? Yeah, you know, exactly. But, but that's it. Like the kind of people who use social media excessively are the people who think they're doing a real job on social media. mm yeah, and they think. That oh, so you they, mean like the influencers? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. anyone who actually wants to be an influencer or thinks they can make money out of it. Yeah, they don't realize how much they are actually losing in terms of their time, their productivity, their self esteem, mm. just being present twenty four by seven on social media. Like, yeah, you might get hundred thousand followers, but look inside. Like, do you think you have you have good resilience levels? Mm. Do you think? like you can walk up to a podium and talk to 100 people face to face most of them cannot you know yeah yeah no
1: i agree with that that's just one of the reasons why i suppose digital minimalism is a great movement because it removes sort of that that clutter in your life if you if you know that it's not serving you well Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly one of the other things that um i had in my list was the more time you spend on screens there is like that's the time you've lost when you could actually be physically present with someone that you value like your mm. family time mm. so you know like like we often hear examples Like you and i don't have kids but we often hear examples from our friends or on radio or from like other people that parents are sitting in a park the kids are applying, but the parents are busy on their phones. Mm. Like, they really can't enjoy those moments. Yeah. Yeah, they just like, those moments are just, just passing by. And next to you know, your kid is like 15 years yeah. old and he's moving out of the house. Yeah. I mean, you see that How in the so wide is
1: that? Yeah, well, it is really sad. Yeah. I mean, you see that with people that attend concerts or yeah. are watching a performance, that they're completely, they're watching the performance, they're watching the concert through the lens of their camera yeah
0: like recording the concert on the phone is way more important than you actually enjoying the experience of the concert
1: yeah 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 that's absolutely right i suppose yeah and like new year's celebrations just any sort of celebration weddings yeah you see a
0: flux of phones being whipped out. out yeah everyone's got got their phones out right like you go out to a restaurant to eat there is someone mm. at every table who who's got a phone in his yeah. hand and he's like hey cheese please and they're taking selfies and
1: we really need to question the reasons why yeah. we do that because i know yeah. i'm i'm guilty of doing that in the past yeah or oh, me too me too i remember we traveled to hong kong one year and there was this amazing firework display yeah. and i whipped the phone out as most people would mm. to record you know this amazing you know yeah. light display um and the thing is is that I haven't looked at that video yeah, yeah. you know probably after the first week yeah. and it's just like what's the point if I'm recording these things yeah. and I'm not reflecting on them if, if yeah. I'm not you know yeah. using them in some way yeah. then I've just missed that moment for for what Yeah,
0: exactly I think um, you and I are both kind of like getting to a stage and you probably a bit more than me yeah getting to a stage where like an evolved stage where we are starting to value those moments and in human interactions and th- those experiences way more than capturing them on a digital device. I've got an example. <laughs> it's, again I mean not, not a great example. I'm totally guilty of being at that place. Um, I went to Niagara Falls with my partner in, yeah. back in 2015 and we had a massive fight uh, my partner and me and um, the only reason was because I would make a stop every two minutes and ask him to take a photo of me. Oh, okay. Um. And at the end of the day, I had like 300 photos on my phone. Yeah. But my partner got so pissed off. Um. Yeah. It was not a great experience. And I think, um, at that time, I was like, "Why?" I need I... to capture the yeah, moment. Yeah. I need to post. I, yeah. I I thought I was capturing the moments, but looking back at it, mm. oh my gosh! I, like, I think I need to go to Niagara Falls again without a phone <laughs> and my partner, because I really couldn't like, yeah, I really didn't enjoy being at the falls just because i was so much engaged in my phone can you imagine like i can't even recall how it was to like being in the presence of the greatest falls in the world Mm. like i don't remember that moment but i do remember me um taking photos (laughs) of that and kind of being pissed at me so i mean and that is so normal yeah. And what was that all for? Just so that I can go back to the hotel room and post photos and show people off that hey, look at me. I'm so mm. awesome. I was at Niagara Falls. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's
1: it seems kinda of pointless when you it
0: sort is, of it is. I definitely have people report some here. So those are actually
1: all really great points. Um I think our conversation today has been a little bit of a matchup between yep. sort of three of our four topics. Yeah. But hopefully we've been able to sort of share reasons why maybe decluttering your digital lives would be a benefit to you yeah. um, for the reasons that we've talked about. But let's go on to discussing some ways in which we can declutter our digital lives.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, Sarah, I think we should just start with decluttering our mobile devices or maybe just start with decluttering your mobile phone yeah um so i did that last week mm-hmm. um, after i started listening to kelly ford's book mm-hmm. um i counted how many apps i had on my phone and i had 75 apps like, this girl lives life to excess all the time <laughs> oh no but you know what i think some studies said that on an average people have kind of like 60 to 75 apps. Oh, really? Apps. Okay, yeah, that's, maybe that's I'm the odd one then. Oh, you're like the odd one out. <laughs> you're like the extreme minimalism <laughs> when it comes to mobile devices. Um, no, like that's that's very normal. Like 50 to 75 okay. is like a normal range. Most of the people have like at least 100. Does that not stress you out though? I get stressed out but you, for but, thinking about but, that. But if that is your normal, you, you become used to it. Okay. Yeah. And you don't realize how distracted you are mm-hmm. until you actually start doing some self-work or you're trying to work on some very meaningful passionate project and then you realize like yeah. that's how I actually realized it like I was signed so you decluttered on... yeah yeah like I'm getting notifications from all of these chat apps mm. so the way I would declutter like I decluttered my mobile device was that number one I reduced the amount of apps I was using mm-hmm. now I'm down, down to 35 apps mm-hmm. which is pretty which is kind of like pretty much half of what I had before also I have organized my apps um, in a way that make me more efficient. Mm-hmm. For example, my home or my landing screen on my phone when I unlock my phone has the really key apps like my mobile banking app, my calendar, my style book. Um, so yeah, like anything that I use more than 10 times a day um, that stays on my home screen. Mm-hmm. Anything that I use once a week goes on the second screen or the third screen, anything that I use like once a month like my billing apps like my genesis electricity and gas bill which i only need to check one to two times a day um that go on the very last screen on my phone mm-hmm. and anything that i'm not sure about if i'm going to use it or not instead of just deleting it i drop it into the extras folder so extras folder on an iphone is just a dumping ground yeah and you can just like dump stuff in there oh, okay yeah 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 so, so all I, those super flats yeah, yeah, so Absolutely. I had I had because I'm taking a detox from Instagram right now. Uh-huh. I had a lot of editing apps for Instagram mm. and instead of I have deleted Instagram from my phone. Mm-hmm. I have promised myself to only use it from a desktop, which will which makes it mm-hmm. real harder for me to access it, so yeah. I don't do it at all. But all these editing apps that I had, I've just moved them into extras folder, Ah, oh, okay. because I don't need them. Yeah. I and like you can't remove them? them. No, I can, but um, it's just like they're not that invasive oh, as, okay. as Instagram, so I've just left them in my extras folder for mm. now. Yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's one why yeah. to like a couple of smart points to mm. declutter your mobile phone and you can apply the same thing to your ipad and your tablet yeah yeah um also clean your desktop like for me i really like i'm very ocd about my my home like my home page on my on my desktop like my desktop shouldn't have more than four folders uh-huh. and anything that goes on my desktop i either like delete it is that um the yeah. same with like all it professionals just i think it is aside. i think i think it's a thing uh-huh. like most of the people like because I work in IT, it's like people are either OCD or they are like the other side of OCD It's too extreme Yeah, yeah, like I know yeah. at work there are like a couple of guys who are famous because they have like hundreds of tabs open at <laughs> any time Whereas I'm uh... like, I open a tab, I use it, I need to close it down right. before I move on to a second tab Otherwise mm-hmm. I feel too distracted Yeah Yeah, so, um, or, literally clean up, clean up mm-hmm. your 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 laptops as well yeah and like I for me I always clean my desktop like, I don't leave anything on my desktop. Everything uh-huh. is organized in a folder. I won't have more than four folders. Oh. Also, one of the things that I've started doing right now is delete my downloads. I do not leave oh, yeah. anything in my downloads because then it becomes very cluttered and I forget. When I download something new, where is it going? So, I always leave my downloads. And my work computer, I do not store any personal information mm-hmm. that's, like, non-work related on my work computer. Yeah. So, my work computer is strictly for work and my home computer is strictly for my home stuff Mm. i do not allow that overlap and i think that helps a lot to keep things compartmentalized yeah what about you have you
1: so i actually echoed Mm. pretty much all your points um that you have just mentioned so the ways in which i've sort of decluttered Mm. my digital life would be removing apps that no Mm. longer serve purpose i was never one for just downloading Mm. apps because i i could i've always Mm. kept like a minimal amount of apps and programs on my um my laptop and my phone and my tablet so I've never really had that issue but yeah decluttering the apps um that no longer serve a use for you would be one way in which you could declutter your life compartmentalizing sort of your um uh the intent of your app so for instance with my tablet is only for business Mm. so I just have my business emails attached to it all my Business-related apps, so whether that's design-related notebooks, um, business expense apps as well. That's just solely on my tablet. On my phone, I only have business accounts on there as well, so business emails. um.
0: For you, I think for you it's a bit different because you are like you own your own business. Yeah. Um. So you kinda need to have all of those apps that you use for your business. Yeah well on, on your personal I front.
1: wanted to carry on with yeah. that and say that they're all they have a yeah. intent. Yes. You know, they're not they're things that I actually have to use hmm. for my business. Um, I wouldn't like download is it Netflix? Does Netflix have yeah. Netflix app or hmm. lightbox apps? Yeah. Or any sort of apps in regards to um, recreational things like mm-hmm. gaming or or watching, it's all just business centric. So compartmentalizing the jobs that each device has could be helpful um, to you. Also removing notifications. We talked about the flurry of push notifications that you had, so I think you're able to disable that on devices, right?
0: every, Every app, I think like for Apple apps, because of i actually work in mobile development so Hmm. i kind of know that yeah i don't think apple allows it like you cannot just like for 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 iphone apps you every app has to seek a pre permission from the user before Mm -hmm. they enable notifications and i know that because i i work in mobile development (laughs) so i think now iphone is apple is very strict with it um every app will have an option where the user can go and disable notifications and I'm pretty yeah. sure Android does it too okay. so none of the apps can yeah. have notifications on without yeah. your permission and most of the apps if there is a notification and you don't read it instantly most of the apps have a feature where after six hours or four hours they will send you an email oh. and most of the apps will That's also. A bit annoying. Uh, no, no, it's, it's just kind of like if it was just in case if it was an urgent notification that you missed out, they'll just send you an email. And I find okay. that email way more easier to deal with instead of just like a notification popping up on but my mobile still or scrime. fact that, like, yeah, it is still a bit invasive, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah.
1: yeah, good, um, yeah, good segue into yeah living a more digitally minimal lifestyle, yeah. just turning off all those push notifications, yeah, disable
0: all of those notifications. The There's device. like none of that is worth it, yeah. I don't like I at this stage I only have a couple of notifications that I receive yeah. on a daily basis yeah. I don't get anything else um, so talking about oh. phones I also wanted to add um, so also declutter your apps so you know like on iPhone because I'm an iPhone user we've got Notes app on iPhone mm-hmm. which I have to declutter like every three months because Notes is like you've got any idea, you go dump in there, you've got a grocery list, you go dump oh, it okay. in there, yeah. um, and that can become massive and can be very time consuming, mm-hmm. like you want to search for a specific thing but it will take you five minutes to get there because you've got like 100 folders and those 100 folders have <laughs> got like 200s of folders, so I tend to clean my notes set, also cleaning your like calendar you know like sometimes some people can have excessive amount of reminders or appointments on your on your personal phone yeah so I do that as well like I have been cleaning I think I've just finished cleaning up reminders yeah on my phone back from 2015 Because if you don't delete them if you don't act on them they'll just stay there like they've expired but they'll stay there but when you check your calendar it can be so mind-boggling because you've got so much information thrown at your face so make sure like now i'm very mindful with what appointments and and things i'm adding on yeah. my calendar yeah. and i check my calendar and clean my calendar on my phone every day, and i do the same oh. for my work calendar as well uh-huh. and not just that i do that for every app like i've got an app to turn on my heat pumps and turn off my heat pumps so there's a bunch of rules that i've set that auto on auto off and i go check in every oh. three to four months just making sure that i'm not excessively using the electricity yeah. Or yeah just kind of like yeah so just kind of like also clean the data on those apps right yeah oh okay yeah like we need to do more of that
1: yeah I was going to um, also add on to ways in which you can yep. declutter your life is being militant about when you use your devices I'm yes. very fortunate in that I've kind of lived this lifestyle for many years now so it's very easy for me not to be clued into my my mobile phone
0: and even for kind of like for personal stuff like for personal communication right like talking to my, pal, talking to my mom i don't talk to my family during working hours exactly never, ever until it's an emergency yeah i will never pick up the phone and yeah. my entire family knows that including everyone on um my parents my partner everyone knows that. um and my phone is always on silent even when i'm at home yeah and honestly you don't miss anything you really if don't someone really needs you if there is an emergency they're going to call you five times they're yeah. going to tell you you 10 times yeah. they're gonna call your neighbors you know if they have to if it's that serious so, and you can always call back right like yeah. and they, they will just re- re- leave a voicemail exactly exactly yeah. yeah i think i actually just had a point your... that i wrote down uh-huh. was get over for <laughs> get over fear of missing out yeah. you're not missing out anything yeah. by not being on instagram all the time or not being um I would be
1: connected.
0: Connected, or yeah. even at work, you know, like being on the chat apps. Like I think I've talked about this before. We spend so much time, like we waste so much time just being like checking work emails all the time, or yeah, being on the work chat apps like all the time, being part of every conversation. You don't really need to, mm-hmm. like yeah, just get over fear of missing out. You know, just focus on what's important for you. To die, just get that thing done.
1: Big part, I think, of the reason why people engage in sort of social media and being put into digital devices all the time is that fear of missing out. But the thing is, we need to pivot our perspective. We're not, there shouldn't be a fear of missing out. We should have a fear of not engaging in things we already know we derive pleasure from.
0: Exactly. Yeah. We have to do a podcast on priorities Mm because I think all of these things. Um, kind of like come from a place of not being clear about what you want in your life or what do you even want to do this year exactly or this month. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's, the, there's the first reason you would be in a place where you have a fear of missing out yeah. because you're not focused on what you actually well, want. Well,
1: the last point I want to make actually mm-hmm. perfectly leads on from what you've just said, and it's actually maybe identifying things mm-hmm. Like hobbies yep. that you can engage your time in instead of idly and passively consuming media yes. because you don't have anything else, you know, going on. Yeah,
0: that is so awesome that you mentioned that because that's exactly what Cal Newport says uh, in his yeah. in his in his digital minimalism book. Um, so he's got a chapter where he says that um, your hobbies should yeah. be something really meaningful. That's right. yeah, I like, mean like learning an instrument, yeah. finishing a book, um. Doing some gardening, you yeah. know, building something. Yeah. Like we we think look we have this misconception that watching Netflix or watching YouTube is how I wind down. Yeah. Or is my hobby or how I spend my spare time. But that is actually not. Like having a meaningful hobby is how your brain engages and how your brain rejuvenates, you
1: know. No, I yeah. uh it lifted my heart listening yeah. to you say that because I come from the mm. other side where it's it's not it's not a thing in my life any yeah. longer and enriching yourself in the hobbies like I volunteer, right. I play music, yeah. I run, yep. I enjoy the outdoors. It yep. feels so much more enriching exactly. to my body and to my mind yep. and to my spirit than if I was you know looking at a, a yeah. screen
0: yeah exactly mm. like this morning I was getting my nails done and there was like some time when I was just like sitting there by my own yeah. and the old me would have just gone on Instagram check what's happening yeah. consuming all of that stupid content from freaking strangers but now today I was just sitting there thinking about like planning my week yeah. like hey so let's just check style book you know what are my outfits for next week mm. what what recipes am I cooking you know what am I meal planning mm. um, do I have any major appointments this week so mm. instead of just spending mindless time on Instagram or on Facebook I actually planned my entire week within like 30 15 to 30 minutes Mm. and that's because I'm clear about my priorities. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you can use your time in so many different ways. Exactly. Why would you want to choose yeah. to be looking at a device? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, thanks guys for yeah, listening. Guys. Yeah. I hopefully I mean, this was a little bit of a mishmash, you know, in terms of our conversation, but I mean I hope it was really engaging and gave you some food for thought when it comes to maybe introducing digital minimalism into your own life or even sort of moving further into that lifestyle if you're already engaged in it I yeah. um, hope you guys enjoy your week and we'll see you in a fortnight bye guys bye
0: hey guys we seriously hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you and provided you with some clarity and inspiration to lead a more intentional and meaningful life if you loved our content then please take a minute and share it with a friend or a family member who could really benefit from listening to it if you want to reach out to us you can always dm me directly on instagram at wholehearted you can also email us at the intentional minimalistic kiwi at gmail.com also if you fancy reading or engaging in more content like this you can always check out my website at the intentional minimalistic.com plus all of this information is mentioned in our show notes as well and finally if you are this podcast so far then please leave us some ratings at itunes or whatever podcast app you're using have an amazing week ahead and we will talk to you guys again very soon bye